Around the 412 with Smitty and Tyler. Welcome back to another episode of Around the 412. I am Tyler. With me, as always, is my co-host, Smitty. Be sure to go follow us on all of our socials at Around the 412 and subscribe to our YouTube. Drop a like, hit the bell so you never miss a video, and check out some of the descriptions that we have in the show on YouTube and in the listening platforms as well. We've got our year six of rocking Around the 412. You can check out the GoFundMe link in there and read about the mission. Smitty and I really never had to worry about where Christmas was coming from each year, and so over the past five years, with the help of everybody who's donated we've been able to raise over $25,000 to be able to help individual families in our local 724 and 412 areas and we started last year with adopting children off of the East Rochester Salvation Army's Angel Tree and we're going to continue to do so and adopt children off the tree as well as help out some of those individual families in our areas so if you want to learn about that go check out the link in that description and you can learn about the everything custom designs link we have in there we've got an Etsy link and a Facebook link go check out and get some customized merch from our friend Haley Wagner no hat Still no hats. Just not hats. Um, all right. Yeah, let's talk about some pen stuff. By the way, if you missed it, absolutely jam-packed Steelers NFL. I'll I'll say NFL for this week's show, uh, where we gave predictions for who we have in the playoffs. That includes division winners and wild cards. Tyler and I very similar in those regards, but then we got into some award stuff as well. Picked our Super Bowl. Also talked about the Steelers. Previewed their game versus the 49ers here in week one a little bit. Um, so go check that out. Also subscribe, like, hit that notification bell, do all that stuff. Leave us a five-star review if you are listening somewhere that isn't YouTube. And now we can get into the episode. The voice that brought us into this show, Josh Getzoff, very, I don't want to say it's official yet, very well could be the guy that you see on the TV as opposed to behind the radio uh, when next season rolls around, the Penguins moving on. Well, not the Penguins necessarily, but the kind is of it Fen- yeah. Yeah. Like so Fenway sports group choosing not to retain Steve Mears and Bob Erie in the booth, um, which is something that I feel like I could see it coming with, with Bob Erie. I guess I should have seen it as them wanting to just have a clean slate. If it was going to be one, it would be both. Uh, and mirrors from, by all accounts, it sounds like could go into the radio role. Mm-hmm. Um, Bob Erie, it does not sound like it's going to be brought back in any capacity. And listen, I'm, I don't want guys to ever lose their jobs. When we were joking about that with Josh, like that, that's something that I, I made very clear is I don't it's want also to see something we didn't think anything was going to happen. <laughs> yeah. I don't want guys to, you know, to see guys lose their jobs. But I will say from a viewer perspective, I think it was time to move on from Bob Erie. And that's just as somebody that consumes Penguins hockey and hasn't enjoyed the way that he calls the games uh, as of late. I, I, there was at one point in time, I very much enjoyed the way that he you know, did, did uh, color commentary. I no longer within the past few years have felt that way. And I thought it was well past time for a fresh voice to get in there, at least in that role. So, I mean, we're talking speculatively now, but it, I, if it ends up being what's been rumored and it's Josh gets off as the play-by-play with Colby Armstrong as color commentary, I am much more on board with that than what we've seen the past couple seasons, man. Cue the Trump mean I'm going to come. I I would love that. I think that that is the. I don't have I, I don't have that on here. Sorry. <laughs> I I think that that would is be my ideal scenario because 
and and listen, friend of the show, both of them, friend of the shows between Steve Mears and yeah. Josh Getzoff. But I have always preferred Josh's play-by-play call better, even though I never listened to the radio really mm-hmm. ever, unless I was actually in the car. I still, whenever I did listen, I preferred Josh's play-by-play over Steve, and that's mm-hmm. nothing against Steve. It's just that's just over my my personal preference. And I've loved the way that that Colby Armstrong has able to come into the the Penguins, um, uh, like an analyst role, I guess, in, in the broadcast. And I would love to see what he could do as a color commentator. I know there's been it, like thrown around, like would um, Phil Bork go with um, w- w- with Josh Getzoff into the booth on TV? I don't really want that because, to be completely honest, I am I'm not the hugest Bork guy. Uh, <laughs> and well. Also, that probably killed our chances of him coming on the show, but I'm just being completely <laughs> honest. I, I'm, I'm not the hugest sport guy when it comes to his, his color analyst. I, it's kind of wonky for me. It's, it's basically the radio version of Bob Airy, in my opinion. Maybe a little more clean, um, but I don't want him on the TV because that's where I'm going to be consuming all the games. Yeah, Yoey's article made it seem like. Uh, Bork was staying in radio. So like I could see the radio being uh, Mears and Bork. And then yeah. the, ideally, if they get their way, being Getzoff and Colby Armstrong. I think the thing with Colby is going to be, can he still do, can he do anything still with like TNT and stuff? If he, That's true. If he becomes the, the TV. And, and does he want that? So I think that's the question. Um, but I think that's what the Penguins, or I'm sorry, Fenway wants is to have it be gets off and Colby for TV. But. Well, I'm sure that like we've seen what Fenway can do and what the money that they brought to the organization yeah. so far. If they, if they want a guy in a role, they're going to get that guy in that role. So I'm sure whatever he's getting from TNT now, granted, maybe he wants to be on TVT and maybe he likes that broadcast and, and being with that panel. Um, but you know, I, I feel like Fenway is going to not really hold their pockets whenever it comes to trying to get Colby into the the play-by-play if that's what they intend to do. And I also thought this is completely off the wall, but how funny would it be? I mean, you, you understand what I'm saying a little bit with like Phil Bork being a little bit silly in his broadcast as well. And like the, his calls too. I, I was like, just let's just get absolute chaos and have Bill Hillgrove calling hockey yeah. games <laughs> because it would be so funny. I mean, Bill's, I mean, granted he, he's a historic Pittsburgh commentator but he's getting mm-hmm. up there in age whenever the play gets a little excited some some things come out and you're like what did he just say I feel like you would be absolute chaos of a radio call with Bill Hillcrove and Borky together it would be absolute fun obviously that's not going to happen but that would be just yeah. like a dream scenario to hear for at least one game is Bill Hillcrove calling it on the ice but I, I think this is interesting and it really came out of nowhere I don't think there was any there's any rumors that this could have been happening and it, it happened right after they announced the the whole Sportsnet Pittsburgh deal where the, the Penguins yeah. or at least Fenway Sports Group are going to be owning their own like channel now. Kind of kind of like some of these bigger clubs do with I mean we see it in like baseball and stuff, like how the Yankees have like the Yes Network and I think Chicago, the Cubs have their own network. So basically that's that's gonna be how you're you're gonna have the Penguins and, and consuming the Penguins now. Um which it makes me curious, like it, it, how how are the Pirates games going to be broadcast differently from the Penguin games now too? Yeah, that's. I think that that's kind of what everybody's wondering. I don't have an answer to that right now. I don't know that anybody does. So, right, we will see uh, what happens there. But interesting, interesting stuff. We'll see. Uh, we'll see how it plays out. 
But um, moving on to uh, a sadder note, I would say, Carl Hagelin hanging them up. And it sucks when guys can't really go out on their own terms. We saw Patrick Hornquist retire, you know, due to some concussion issues that he's had lately. And his fellow Swede, one of his best friends, also on those Penguin Stanley Cup teams, Carl Hagelin hanging them up now. And he was never able to really recover from that eye injury um, that has been the reason that he's been off the ice to this point and clearly uh, has continued to do so. So it always sucks when guys can't go out on their own terms, but we could talk about the sad part of it or we could talk about, man, how awesome was he in a penguin sweater for those years, winning those back-to-back cups and uh, scoring that last goal where he kind of like throws up his hand to his ear, listening to the crowd and that empty net yeah. goal. Um, it's funny. Yeah. That clincher was Hornquist and then Hagelin, the only two goals in that mm-hmm. game, in that game against the predators. Um, so yeah, that's cool too. But uh, yeah, Carl Hagelin and his time here, not necessarily a very long time here and going from a very hated player because of what he did with the Rangers, especially, you know, in an elimination game, eliminating the Penguins and then coming here and becoming one of the more beloved players on the roster um, just goes to show the type of guy he was, the way that he played the game of hockey, the element that he brought to this team, just like a speed element at a time where, that was all being infused into the roster at one time, just a bunch of speed, whether it was Hagelin or all the guys coming up from the AHL. And uh, yeah, so a, a sad ending to what was, to me, a really awesome short stint with the Penguins. And then obviously he went on to play for the Capitals after. Man, was he like, <laughs> he was like, oh, I was, was really hated by the between. Penguins. Yeah, I was really hated by the Penguins fans when I was in New York. So let me go win these two cups. But then after that, I'm going to another division rival in the Washington Capitals. But no, uh, like I said, one of my favorite Penguins in his time here. Wish him the best in his uh, his post-playing career, and we'll see what the future holds for him. I don't know if anything, but uh, yeah, just really cool Penguin and moments. I mean, from like, a, I don't know if we're going to I don't know if we're going to hear from him. I don't know if he's like a, going to ever be in the media. Or, I understand. I understand. Just something. the phrase itself. I, I we'll, we'll see what he's doing. I don't know if he's doing anything, but <laughs> yeah, I, no, I, 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 mean, I, I don't know. He could just completely go off the grid and we never hear. Right. Him yeah. No, I, I, I get that. Um, but yeah, Carl Haglin, this is a player that meant a lot to the Penguins organization when he was here, was a big influence in that locker room. And I feel like we definitely saw that whenever he was eventually traded away from Pittsburgh, it, it left a little scar within that locker room. It felt like for a little while. And that's not necessarily a guy you would have thought like would have made that big of an impact in the locker room, at least in the tense sense of like who he was in terms of where he is in the lineup and like the scoring that he provides. But obviously he made a big enough impact where that affected players, even like Sidney Crosby himself. Um, but it, whenever I remember Carl Hagman, I'm just going to always remember that 2016 season specifically, the, 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 that 15, 16 season where we traded for Hagman and that HBK line. I mean, the, the playoffs are not the same without that line, and he was a huge part of that. He was fifth in scoring on the Penguins in that 2016 Stanley Cup run. He had 16 points in that, in that Stanley Cup run, um, and also all all three of that line. It was it was Sid, Gino, and then the HBK line were the, were the leading scorers, um, even though Kessel was leading the way. But, yeah, I, I think that he, he was a huge part of those two Cup runs. Um, they don't win it without guys like that. Uh, he was one of those vital trades where something needed to change. And before there were guys like Brandon Tanev in this organization that provided the speed, it was Carl Hagelin. He was one of those original, like, we are going to change the game with our speed guys. Um, he did that. 
I hope nothing but the best for his his retirement and after his post playing career. Um, but it is funny to to look when you look at his career specifically, and you just look at he's sandwiched between playing for the Rangers and the Capitals with the Penguins. It's yeah. it's kind of ironic a little bit. Yeah, absolutely. But um, you know, Carl, if you're listening or watching, I assume you're going to do something in your post playing. Maybe one of those things is he can come on this show. Yeah, that'd, that'd be, be interesting. Makes it happen. Um, unofficial workouts. We got some penguins in town in Cranberry working out now. Just goes to show that we're getting closer and closer. I remember when we were like 35 days away from Steelers season, and it seemed like yesterday. And now here we are talking about a game on Sunday. So penguins currently 30. Well, actually, when people are listening to this, it'll be less than that. As the time of recording this, it was 35 days until the season. So as the time of 30- coming out, it'll be 34 on on yeah. on September Assuming 6th. Listening the first day, it'll be yeah. 34. Um. Penguins that are in town, new players, Riley Smith, Alex Nadelkovic, Lars Eller, uh, joining some players that were already on the team, Brian Ross, Ricardo Kell, Marcus Pedersen, Drew O'Connor, Chad Ruedel, Mark Friedman, and Jeff Carter. Everybody's favorite Pittsburgh Penguin, Jeff Carter. Um, Has anybody yeah, asked I Taylor mean, if he can be sent down recently? <laughs> I don't. Recently, I don't know. I'll ask her tomorrow uh, just to, to put it out there. But uh it, it's it's funny that what a weird group of players like they, those always interest me like whether it's between that or like an optional skate the guys that are going to be out there and stuff um mm-hmm. there's really nothing to make of this right now it's just unofficial workouts but the guys being back in cranberry just has me like i got my uh eric carlson jersey in the mail today so i'm really Saw starting that. to get juiced up now uh for penguin season I, obviously my mind right now is on the steelers and 49ers week one but there's a small part of my mind that is definitely being occupied by the fact that we are just a few weeks away from Pittsburgh Penguins hockey. Yeah, I'm I'm excited for this season, and not just for the reasons that we have of of what we think this team could be, but I'm I'm honestly very anxious to see how much the change brings a difference to this organization. Um, we have a lot of roster turnover this season, so how much is that going to impact it in a good or bad way? I'm just very curious and anxious to see how that plays out. But like we said, we are 35 as of recording, 34 whenever you're probably listening to this, days away from the opening game of the season. We have the Steelers coming up, but Penguins are going to be sneaking, sneaking around the corner before we know it, and it's going to be in October. Hopefully the Penguin or the Steelers start to the season doesn't have us just like wishing time away until the Penguins start. Or anything <laughs> yeah, like I, true, true. Neither one of us believe it's going to happen. So yeah, if you if you don't know, you can hear <laughs> what we think about the Steelers season in the video before this one. So go click on that as well. Whenever you're about to leave this video, yeah, absolutely. Um, I don't know that there was really anything else to talk about Penguins wise. I, I mean, last week we discussed some different stuff, like what we thought were some. Uh, some big questions and that we needed answered. And so go check out that episode if you haven't, but there's really been nothing that's happening. Like this is kind of a dead period before we get to guys actually getting into like training camp and the preseason. So um, Penguins content won't be this dead for long, but uh, as of right now, the the big storyline that we got to talk about is some changes in the broadcast booth. So yeah. I think that's about it. Pretty much. So uh, that's it. Go Pens. That's the Penguin show for the week. Yeah. I say go, pe- go, go Pens. Let us, but oh, by the away. way, 
listen, I'll just put this out there. We are going to, because of this, as you can see, we need your guys' help. Anything Penguins related that you guys would like to see us talk about, whether it's a topic that we haven't covered yet, uh, response to anything that we did talk about that maybe we could do a follow-up on for next week's Penguins show, let us know in the comments down below. Tweet at us, however you want to get that to us. But we're kind of starving for Penguins ideas right now for content. I could come up with probably some clickbaity stuff or whatever, but I don't want to just do it just to do it. So. Let us know what you want to hear us talk about, and we will do that. While you're there, like, subscribe, hit that notification bell. Uh, and if you're listening anywhere else, leave us a five-star review. But even if you're listening somewhere else, please come over to the YouTube, subscribe, like, hit that notification bell, and also comment while you're there. You might as well. All of it's free. You're not paying for anything on YouTube. So just do that for us. does a ton for us, helping us grow this channel. We've already, after you know so many years, been able to finally monetize. So we thank you for getting us to that point. Let's keep growing. Um, but for Tyler, for Smitty, oh, check out the links in the description as well. Year six, rocking around the 412, raised over $25,000 in the first five years of doing so. We try to give kids the Christmas that Tyler and I were fortunate to have growing up. That's kids in the 724 and 412 areas, as well as the last year and this year, we were able to partner up with the East Rochester uh, Salvation Army, their angel tree that they do every single year. And we're going to continue to be a part of that going forward in the name of our late friend Dalton Keene. So uh, share that, donate if you can, support the cause. Check out our friend Haley Wagner's Everything Custom Designs as well. Go watch a different episode of the show, whether that's another Penguin show, Steelers, Pirates, whatever. It's all going to be there. But until then, for Tyler, for Smitty, this has been Around the 412, and we'll see you next time. Bye-bye.